0: you should listen to. We talk about all the good stuff just for you. And if you don't want to listen, then that's just really sad. But if you do, check us out, we would
1: be oh so
0: glad.
1: So listen to Ben. Hello and welcome to the Bent and Bite podcast. I'm Strudel. I'm P. Dids. I'm Jake Weller. And this is the Bent and Bite.
0: You might notice that there is a certain someone missing from our Bent and Bite episode today.
1: Oh, darn. But we added. Uh,
0: we so, added. So, well, first, I think we should tell the story of how he came to not be here.
1: Oh, I would love
0: to. Strudel, take it away. What oh. happened?
1: So, I asked for five child free minutes. I didn't think it was that much to ask for. It's not. Because, you know, just need to wrap up the day. Figure life out. Well, some podcast host who requires a ride to the location <laughs> decided not to give the chi- five child free minutes. So I called P Dids to be like verification like we're in this together saying, hey, if this person doesn't do what he's told, like he shouldn't be on the podcast, right? And she was like, yes, I of confirmed. Course. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so this child decided not to listen still. So I packed up my stuff. I said, okay, you're not recording today. And I called P-Dids again to be like, he's not recording today. <laughs> so then we got to the vehicular transport and I called P-Dids from the car being like, oh, via Bluetooth. So yes. like hands-free yeah, device. free
0: because we're all about safety.
1: Yep. And again, verified that Shum was not recording today. So he is not with us. Yeah. He also called
0: me from his home phone to my school phone. And just said, "What heck?" Oh,
1: oh, yeah. I I have many voicemails, probably on my phone. Yup, yup. And I explained to
0: him that when you don't follow directions, you don't get to podcast. So Mm -hmm. instead, we have a fill-in host. Dare I say he might be superior to Shum? Oh, Mm -hmm. he is far superior. Sorry. Uh, So, listeners, please welcome Mr. O'Brien. Hello, Mr. O'Brien. Thank you for being here on the Bent and Bite podcast. Yeah,
2: well, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to finally be on this show that I've heard so much about. I've listened to an episode before, and I really admire what goes on uh, in these walls. And I'm excited to be a guest on, on this show.
0: Uh, basically, listeners, the only reason he, or the only way he said he'd come on the show, is if Shum wasn't here. Yes,
2: maybe not true. <laughs> totally that is true. not true.
0: So I, I called Mr. O'Brien to be like, uh, Shum's not recording with us today. You should come record. And he didn't believe me. He thought I was pranking him. I did,
2: but I, I, I'm just glad to be here. I was going to come on to this podcast uh, regardless of who was present, he wasn't. and uh, I just felt like today was a really great opportunity <laughs> for me to talk. And just to talk to you all. And I'm just glad uh, for those of you who are listening uh, at home or far away uh, that you're here.
0: Um, I would like to point out, listeners, E.E. Uh, e. Rin just texted me. She said, oh,
2: we will have a word. Mm.
0: Mm. Shum's mom, for those of you who have not listened to that episode. Yep. Yep. Got Shum's mom on texting basis now. Yep. Yep. It's pretty epic. Yeah. Um Shum screwed. Up
1: so what were some memorable moments the holidays have passed they're gone what were some memorable moments
0: people uh, I think strudel needs to go first
1: yeah.
0: strudel had okay. a very memorable uh, event
1: uh, not memorable more traumatic I would uh, say. traumatic Thanks. It was
0: traumatic sorry so, I,
1: I support you so I'm basically down and I might as well just we'll go there um because I have an eye patch on my right eye because I tore my retina. If you don't want know what a retina is, look it up. Google's a best friend. And it's basically like if it progresses to a detachment, you can lose sight in that eye, which I did not. I can still see, but I'm not supposed to itch my eye for 48 hours and we're on hour 36. So I'm hanging
0: in there. Mm. I'm it's just hard. I'm looking at pictures of torn retinas. I definitely drew a picture for the sixth grade band and I <laughs> drew it was a very poor picture, but right. I told them that the retina was not the retina. I actually told them that the optic nerve was the retina. Oh, Sorry, that's sixth grade. I know, but like I was going no. off of like my limited knowledge of the retina no, and I was like just the, like it's Yeah, like I know. I, the I see eye. that now.
1: It's but, like the little jelly part just, of the
0: eye. Sixth graders, if you're listening, just Google it and you'll see what I'm talking about. You can Google image search and it won't be anything too gross. Google is better no, than it's
1: teachers. Bad. Yeah. Possibly
2: some future optometrists in the sixth grade band. Don't listen to your band
1: teacher when she's talking about what the eye looks like. Eighth grade, you can listen because I told you the correct information. Well, just, my picture.
0: Ooh, don't look same. at that picture. Don't, yeah, don't, scroll <laughs> <laughs> don't scroll down too much. Don't scroll down too much.
1: Yeah, so basically they went in with a laser and they fixed everything, so, but I can't itch my eye, which is the worst part of this whole thing. Let's just say that. Ooh. Is mm-hmm. your eye really red? No, like, it's still, like, my eye. Oh, oh, my God. Well, because, because,
0: um, I'm seeing, like, some of these pictures of people that have had, like, a tornado-attached retina, their eye is really red.
1: Well, it wasn't red. I showed no symptoms, because sometimes you can see, like, little floaty things yeah. or flashes of light. Yeah. I saw nothing. So when they told me I had a torn retina, they're like, you have a torn retina. I'm like, that's weird. I have no symptoms. Yeah. So they're like, oh, that's weird. And I was the youngest person at the hospital on New Year's Eve for wow. a torn retina. Let's um,
0: that. Do you want to talk about like how they did the laser? Because the sixth graders yeah. were asking, and I so, tried to tell them, and I was like, I don't remember if this is right. So
1: they put a bunch of numbing drops, like three rounds of numbing drops in your eye so you can't feel things. Then they put this orb in your eye so, like, your eyelids stay open so they have you look up so they could place it in the lower part, in the lower eyelid. Then they have you look down so that they could place it in the upper eyelid. So it literally keeps your eyelid open for you. And then they go through and they, like, use this laser, which is, like, green. I thought the laser would be red color. It is green. And it's, like, they have you looking to the right, but I couldn't tell if I was looking at the right because the laser just, like, ding, 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 ding. I'm, like, I don't know where I'm looking so I hoped I was looking in the right spot but it's also weird because your natural reaction with your eye is to like water up if there's any trauma it yeah. waters but because your lower eyelid is like exposed and it's not like catching the tears that would be there it's literally like running down my face I couldn't feel it till like about my chin because of the like drops and all that it was just I don't know but it was weird so, it was a weird experience. It only took, like, five minutes for them to laser my eye. That's
0: crazy. Yeah.
1: And then, like, <clears throat> my vision was in that eye was fuzzy for about an hour. But then, like, it was fine. Hmm. So, what did the laser do to actually repair the retina? It, like, burns the... I don't know exact. They told me afterwards, but I was kind of, like, out of it. And I was like, you just took a laser in my eye. Like, and
0: that was the fair. first thing and
1: only thing I could think of. That's fair. But they said it, like... Patches it or like it
2: fuses, it
1: fuses, yeah, like okay. it just stops the tear from getting bigger. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, All basically, right. it just like stops it, and then yeah, there was something also weird with my muscle in my eye, so they fixed that too. With my like, it's apparently it was like periphery muscle or something, I don't know. okay, so yeah, that's a torn retina, <clears throat> children.
0: It don't get torn retinas, no. Um, so the kids were asking me, like, why does strudel have an eye patch? Because I
1: can't itch my eye for 48
0: hours. Right, right. But, like, I think we should come up with some alternate stories because, like, torn retina just sounds too obvious.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: okay. I mean, mean, Mm -hmm. like, why does Strudel have an eye patch, torn retina? Oh, man. Like, we need something
1: a little more interesting
0: to give you some street cred. Well,
1: I said, like, Yahtzee for a while. Like, Yahtzee game gone wrong. Mm -hmm. That was a suggestion from one of my friends. Okay. But I'm not sold on that one.
2: I don't know. Bear fight.
1: Mm. Fight.
2: Yep, you were jumping over pools of lava, and there was a bear that was chasing you, and uh, you won.
1: Okay, there's one.
2: That's good pretty yep. believable too I think yep. I think you would there's sell so some much
1: lava in Wisconsin but yes
2: yeah it's yeah. Just very there dramatic is, is. and I think that's yep. I mm-hmm. think that's the direction you need to go with this I think you need to make it so obscure yeah um... they, that they
1: can't fact check it exactly True. yeah because well, I mean Miss Perhoda said oh well, he did said that she punched me in the face No. okay here's what I told the sixth graders I told no, them No eighth grade try it again
0: no 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 mm. sixth I w- grade two no, I listen to me. Okay. I told that to A3, but then in sixth grade, I said that I put you in charge of watering my plants, and you killed my plant, and so I, I punched you in the, the eye. Plant. She killed I my plant. I did not
1: kill the plant. She watered the fake plant
2: instead of the real plant. That was a while ago, though. I think you need to... <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, no. Just yep. a month ago, she came over, and I was like, oh, how's Planty doing? And I was <laughs> that's like, that's the moment. fake plant. <laughs> but that was
1: the moment you realized it was fake plant. That that's re- the
0: moment I realized that she was watering fake plants instead of real plant, and that's what the real plant died. But your real plant
1: was Anyway, so
0: she watered my plants, and or didn't water my plants, they died, I punched her in the eye. Yeah, sure. Yup. So that's what I told the 6th graders. But mm-hmm. I you didn't tell the 7th graders grade. anything about your eye patch, so... You told 8th grade too. Did I tell the 7th yep,
1: graders? You were, well, you were walking back to the back in 8th graders. No, but night. did I tell the 7th graders? I don't think I told I them anything. Know. I was working with children. So
0: what could we tell the 7th graders? Mm.
2: You joined a pirate ATV gang. Ooh, mm.
1: ooh, that's a good one. Uh-huh.
0: Um, also, I sent Strudel a pirate joke, and she didn't think it was very funny. I well, yeah, but that, she...
2: that's what you need to do now. You need to tell pirate jokes. This is your opportunity yep. to just get a list of pirate jokes and recite them ad nauseum. Like ooh. listeners, pirates' do that? favorite sock. Argyle. Why couldn't the young pirate get into the movie? It was rated R. <laughs> Like, you gotta be able to recite these quickly. Okay,
0: hang on. Let me tell you the joke that I told over the weekend that she didn't think was funny. What's a pirate's favorite letter? You might think it's R, but it's actually
2: the C. It's a good one. It's a classic. Or you could say
0: I. I could say I. Yeah, she didn't think it was funny, and so I texted back, you're dumb. Because, like, (laughs) she thinks it's funny. So, okay, listeners, get a list of
1: pirate jokes. And it only is gonna last for 24 more shoot. hours. Well, no, less than that because oh. this eye patch is coming off at 12:01. Because
2: yeah, I am you done. You seem with it. like your your countdown is at 12 hours right now of your 48. You said 36 earlier in I this podcast. Was, yeah. So it's yeah,
1: something like that. I'm just I'm done with this eye patch. It's gotta go. Well,
2: but it doesn't have to though.
0: Yeah, it it could be a fashion statement.
2: Like no. maybe through tomorrow, just so that we could have its full effect and worth. No, yeah. I need yeah.
1: like. The right-hand side of all the bands are, like, game on. And I'm like,
2: no. You just have to turn your body. That's what I
1: said. Continually scan across the classroom. That's what I do. But it's like, I also don't have, like, I can't see. So it's like when someone's there and they're like, hello. I'm like, oh, hello. Didn't know you were there.
0: Like when you were making copies this morning and you were talking to someone that wasn't there. I was so
1: freaked out. (laughs) Yep. Yep. No one was there. They left. And I was still talking to no one. It was great. Uh, so what else could we say happened to Strudel's eye? Um, uh, Taz. Mm. Third degree black belt Taz. <clears throat> got yes. so mad. Just wham. Axe kick. There it went.
0: Because uh, Strudel didn't put Taz's towel in the washer. Oh my gosh, that is such a <laughs> dumb story. So dumb. Apparently he
1: got mad at her for not putting his towel. Here's how it went down. Taz went snowmobiling, because there was no snow this weekend, basically. So he went snowmobiling with my father, and they came back early, but I was supposed to be gone on Monday, the 30th. I was supposed to not be in the hometown anymore. So I put his towel in the hamper, but the hamper was full, and I'm like, you know what? I don't live here anymore. I didn't use any of these towels, because I used my own from the bathroom towels. I used my own, and I was like... I don't really need to take this downstairs because this is you know Taz's responsibility he's the one that uses these his responsibility well then Taz comes home and is like why did you put my towel in the hamper and I'm like cuz it like you were gone it was it's been there for like a week it should go like be washed he's like well you should have taken it downstairs because we have an upstairs bathroom It's a pain to take the hamper downstairs full of Mm, towels. mm. But apparently that was my responsibility. But I'm like, no, because I don't live there full time anymore. Mm. So I was like, no, I don't think so. And I never put any towels in that bin. If I did, I'd say, sure. Because I did put a towel in that hamper, I would say, sure, fine. But there were none of my towels in that hamper. So it was a big debate in the household.
0: And then Taz attacked her, and now she has an eye patch. Yes. Yeah.
1: We'll go with that.
0: Yep. Someone's a little bitter. That was that was a moment. You could have
1: sold your eyeball. You know, like say that you sold your eyeball just so you could have money to pay your rent. Yes.
0: Just like people get their kidneys
1: snatched, sold on the black market. Just like done. One down. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Endless possibilities. Yeah. Listeners, if you have any other stories, you should email the Benton Bite podcast. Which I forgot our email, but yeah, Shum's shoot. not here. Shum's
0: in charge of it, so we don't know what the email address is. We also can't give you our Twitter handle because he's in charge of that too. That's
1: awkward. Bomber. Well, maybe he can. We'll put it in our comments,
0: maybe. So, um, can I talk about yes, something memorable please. I did over break? I went to my first Minnesota Wild game. When you go to a Minnesota Wild game and it is your first game, you not only get a certificate that says you attended your first Wild game, but you also get a puck that says you attended your first Wild game and it has the date on the puck. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. So I was in line with like five-year-old children. To get my puck. Yes, that's
2: definitely who that's geared towards. <laughs> there
0: was no age limit on it. Well, then it's fair game. Yeah, I mean, you get a happy no meal at McDonald's. I, exactly. I got it. Exactly. Yeah. So. so I have my certificate and my puck in the band room. They're hanging up, proudly displayed. Okay. But, like, the whole point of the story is so you know how they have a Zamboni that cleans the ice? Correct. Right? Okay. The mm-hmm. Zamboni, Zamboni only comes out between periods and before the game. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the period, to clear off the ice. They have an ice crew with snow shovels. Mm-hmm. Okay? What do the snow shovels The say? snow shovels say
2: quick trip. Yeah. Yeah, you get rid of the excess.
0: Yeah. Residue. And the people that are pushing the snow shovels have quick trick quick trip jackets. Yeah. They're like the quick trip snow removal team. So life goal, I need a quick trip jacket and a quick trip snow shovel. Yes. How can I get these items?
1: Well,
0: I, would,
2: I would first start with uh, emailing the corporate office, which is located in Lacrosse. Crosse. There Been go. there a couple of times. They even have a retail store location uh, where you could buy items. They, it's like an employee cafeteria as well. It's a pretty nice place. So I'd recommend just calling corporate first.
0: <laughs> and now I figured out what I'm doing on Saturday. Well, but- I'll join you. Do we think that- (laughs) You can't! I could. Do we think that they are, like, made by the Wild or made by the Quick Trip? Like, how how can I also be part of this skating brigade even though I can't ice skate? Like, I need to be part of this skate brigade. Mm.
1: Could you just steal, like, knock someone out? Like, go to a Wilds game. Figure out where they're at. Knock them out. Knock one of the people out. And then that's, like, your height. So you just put on the jacket, get the snubble, or, who's the snubble? <laughs> snubble.
2: <laughs> Snow <laughs> and shovel. The <You're... laughs>
1: snubble, got it. Get the snubble! <laughs> get the shovel! And then just act like you
0: belong. But they're going to be able to tell. Like, these people no, clearly, like, know how to ice skate. I do not. Well, you need it's to It's pretty it similar out. to rollerblading, right? You
1: need to figure it out. How no. similar is it to rollerblade? I want know. If
2: one could rollerblade, that does not mean one could ice skate. Uh, just from experience, uh, I used to be quite the rollerblader in my prime, yeah. uh, but, not uh, but not an ice skater. So, mm. <sighs> Unfortunately, I think it's going to take some years of training. But it, it, the question begs is how dedicated are you towards True. this project? I'm very dedicated. And is it just a simple shovel with Quick Trip logo well, branding that's the on thing. it? I don't
1: know. Maybe uh, I practice with a shovel.
2: And it is, is it something that we could recreate ourselves know, if we got the right logos and talk to a sign guy?
1: We do know sign
2: guys. That's exactly it. So it's something well, to like, consider. They
0: look like a bigger than normal shovel because they Yeah, have, it's extra
2: wide. It's extra
0: wide because, like, the whole sign brigade, like... I just made. think
2: it's just white with vinyl lettering, think though. So? Yeah. But I think you could recreate that. Do you that think that's
0: going to wear off? Because they do this, like, once a period, sometimes twice but a period. But
2: perhaps you could you could talk to the, the individual stores to see, mm. when they do snow removal themselves, what kind of mm. shovel do they use? Do they have a that's specific true. quick trip shovel that's that true. is given to them? Or do they true. just go and buy whatever shovel they have? True.
1: Mm. These are things
0: that yep. matter. So, well, taking. listeners, if you, like, have an in to the Snow Brigade at the Wild Game, please, please tell me. I would like to know how you get on the Snow Brigade. Oh, yeah. I don't know that I have the skills to be on it, but I want to know.
1: For sure. I need a quick trip jacket, so... You're going to, like, purchase that off Amazon right now?
0: Uh, No, I don't think... I'll see if they sell them on Amazon, but okay. I doubt it. Quick trip
1: jacket. Interesting.
0: Um, also, over, uh, winter break, I made... Sorry, I got distracted because I'm looking for a Quick Trip jacket. I made my mom follow Quick Trip on Facebook because I hate Facebook and think it's stupid. But the only reason I'm on Facebook is because then I can keep up with the Quick Trip updates. And my mom was like, why would you want to do that? I was like, mom. Their updates are so funny. And so I made her go on the Facebook page and like we scrolled down so that she could see how good they are and then she followed them on, on Facebook. And they are
2: finally Twitter verified as well. They're Twitter verified? They are Twitter verified. Mm, that was no. a their Twitter feed is is quite the experience as well. I'm sure it's the same marketing person that runs both, but they they've had a complicated relationship with the people at Twitter for really? many, many years. It was a long, ongoing discussion and uh, as of just a few weeks ago, Twitter is officially verified. Nice! Uh, wow. Quick Trip is officially verified on Twitter with the blue check mark.
0: Nice! I don't have a Twitter account, but if I did, I would follow Quick Trip, and pretty much only Quick you Trip. You're
1: off the Benton Bite.
0: Well, I don't have access to the Benton Bite. Shum has access. Shum... No, I think we already follow Quick Trip. Yep. And do we? I think we do.
2: It's probably the only person you follow. No, we follow
0: <laughs> Starbucks, I think.
2: You don't follow Toma Bands. <sighs>
0: I thought we
1: did
2: we yeah, gotta know. talk to our guys we'll, we'll talk to our Jay Quillen oh. I can't so, so
0: there's like a lot of things on the Quick Trip website but maybe it's in the frequently asked questions yeah, yeah. how can I get a Quick Trip jacket yes and
1: yes <laughs> can I buy
0: shares of Quick Trip's? St- st- no oh. you can't buy shares of Quick Trip stock it's a privately owned family company
1: mm-hmm. oh darn um, it's not the Packers it's not the Packers <laughs> Uh, what other like while P Diz is researching, what other <laughs> moments do we have that are memorable? What else do we got, people? What else, Jake Quellen? Honestly, Jake not Fallen. really anything? Hmm. Really, you didn't go out of state? No, I did not go out of state. Like you totally called me out in the middle of class for. Yes, I not did not at all. Because I knew information. Oh. Because I was like, who? W- I took a survey in eighth grade band. I was mm-hmm. like, who went out of state? And Jay Quallen didn't raise her hand, but I knew Jay Quallen was out of state. So I was like, Jay Quallen, she where'd left you school go? Early to go out of state. Yep. Wow. So Jay Quallen, where'd you go? Uh, You're being called out on the podcast. Mm, mm. I went somewhere, did something, and then eventually made it back here along the way. Huh? I heard Iowa? Question mark. Mm. Mm, I heard Iowa. Mm, so it's Peter. It's verified. Yep. So it must be true. Yep, Ooh. it is. Obviously, is she Wikipedia? She
0: is. I am. Ooh.
1: She is. Now. She's fact checking everything. I can't
0: find how to get a Quick Trip jacket. So it says, "Have a question that isn't answered here." Should I just contact them?
2: I would yes. just contact them. You're the very first person to ask this question. <laughs> I say that with complete confidence.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that doesn't mean you can't get one.
1: But it's probably you will be the first person to ask that question. She's probably.
0: the only one. What if I sent them a postcard? It says I can send From a where? note. where? I don't know. A, additional ways to contact us. You can visit your nearest Quick Trip location, send a visit? note, they give an we address, or a call. I don't think if I go to our Quick Trip locations and be like, how do I get a Quick Trip jacket that I saw at the Minnesota Wild Game, they're not going to be able to
1: tell me. <laughs> what What did Mr. O'Brien say before? Yeah, I know.
0: Hmm. You're not listening to me. Just like my parents, you don't listen to me. I know, I don't listen. I
1: apologize. (laughs) So, Mr. O'Brien, what moments did you have over break?
2: Well, yeah, I I had a really nice relaxing break, and uh, I went to a a band conference for a few days, Mm. and... uh, while I was at that conference, I was in the neighborhood of the world's largest Starbucks and I decided to go. I'm not a coffee connoisseur. I don't consume coffee. He does not have- I run oh. straight off of anxiety. And because and of that, I'd iced, and, and iced tea on occasion. So, because of that, I decided to go in honor of, of uh, Strudel. And it's a five story complex. Uh, with a rooftop access on the fifth Shut floor, up. they have experimental coffee, a bakery, oh I, it's, it's a pretty impressive operation, it's called Starbucks Reserve, um, oh. it's wow. fancy, uh, so yeah. I know that now I because I went there.
0: Yeah, I'm looking up where it is in, in Chicago.
2: It's on the Mag Mile, uh, so it was, it's just right downtown. And it's, it's just, it's taller than it is anything else. So it, it, while I say five stories, it's, 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 it's large, but it's not, it's not overwhelmingly large. Uh, And, you know, in addition to that, I was, I was just at home uh, in the Chicagoland area visiting my family and. Uh, It was 60 degrees one of the days I was down there, so my dog, Burley, and I went on a really nice hike, and I get to spend time with my two-year-old niece, uh, whom I adore very much so, and I I just got to experience Portillo's and Chicagoland food staples that I I typically uh, eat at while I'm home.
0: I'm still trying to find out where it is on Michigan Ave., Oh, it's past the Tribune Building. Oh, oh yeah, okay. it's
2: not even in that area. Oh, okay, I yeah. was thinking
0: more like Millennium Park area. Nope, nope, not it's like even. Blocks, yeah, it's blocks, it's blocks away. Okay, it's
2: a cup like a mile and a half away from from that.
0: Oh, so is okay.
2: So uh, okay,
1: there was an experience I heard. It's
2: by the Water Tower Ooh. Place. I
0: was just gonna ask if it was by Water Tower Place. Yep,
2: it is.
1: So, P dates. What? You had an experience with an app. <laughs> Okay. Yes, I did.
0: So, Please. as uh, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast yet, um, I don't think as, so. you, look, you can look at my map if you want. I was that. looking. It's, it's a four point three. Oh, it's only given four point three out of five oh, stars they. on Google Maps, but out of seven hundred and forty five ratings, and it has two money signs, two oh. cash monies. Whatever.
1: Um,
0: okay. So, anyways, uh, as some of you may know, I'm a huge fan of the computer game Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, I basically spent my whole childhood playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, uh, becoming a, I don't know, a park magnet, magnate. Uh, so Strudel texts me, what day was this? Um, I think Monday. I think it was like Monday. She texts me and says, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon has an app. I'm just like looking back at our text thread. She texts me up, come on, load text messages. She texted me a picture of the app. Okay, Sunday at 9.27 p.m. She texted me a picture from the app store, Roller Coaster Tycoon Touch. Mm -hmm. I literally downloaded it as soon as I opened the text message. And she said, you're welcome. I said, see you in 12 years. I'll be dominating at RCT, which is short for Roller Coaster Tycoon. I literally stayed up and played it for an hour. Monday, woke up, played Roller Coaster Tycoon Touch, took a nap played Roller Coaster Tycoon Touch, read a book, played Roller Coaster oh Tycoon God. Touch. <laughs> I spent the whole day doing nothing, alternating between nothing and Roller Coaster Tycoon Touch. And then I texted her at 8:53 p.m. Monday with the following information in less than 24 hours. I have downloaded the RCT app, become addicted, reached level 12, have a park valued at over 1 million dollars and deleted the app. It's been a wild ride. RIP RCT. <laughs>
1: It was quite a wild text message thread right there.
0: So I would like to point out the reason I deleted the RCT Touch app is because it's just not as good as the original platform. For example, you have to collect all the money from things, whereas in the original, it wasn't even an app, it was a computer game. In the original computer game, when you charge money for things, like park admission or the rides or the merchandise you can buy, it just automatically goes into your money pot. Mm -hmm. But for this app, there's like each... Whatever attraction has, like, a little bank, and it will store that money, and once it gets full, then you have to click on it to receive that money. So it doesn't automatically go into your money stores.
2: It's a fuel addiction.
0: Yeah, yeah, because, like, the more that you touch it, like, you get these... So there's, like, also these red tickets that you get if you complete things, Mm -hmm. but if you run out of tickets and you need to, like, further your thing in the game, you can pay... Like, real cash monies for mm-hmm. tickets. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And then they put limits. You can only have, like, X number of this ride. And then, yeah, it's really bizarre. Like, you, it's not based on money, whereas the old game was. If you had enough money, you can build whatever you want. Whereas this one, like, you have to have enough money and you have to have, like, these cards. And when you complete challenges, then you get more cards. But you always keep getting the same 20 cards but you can pay real cash monies to get more cards you know. yeah.
2: it's a time process yeah
0: so i just didn't want to invest that much of my time because i liked the original roller coaster tycoon better but now i'm considering getting roller coaster tycoon for my computer at home yeah. and mm-hmm. just i'm like good at, i'm real good at it like beat every scenario on all the expansions good She's baller um, at it. yeah i i've reached super baller status with roller coaster tycoon
2: well, I'm yeah. glad you were able to revisit your nostalgia.
0: Yeah, do so Mr. O'Brien, you played roller coaster tycoon, right? I did,
2: yeah, I absolutely I played all the Tycoon and the Sims games and things like mm. that. And uh I was I was definitely into those games on the computer when I was a, a child.
0: Did you have a favorite Sim game or Tycoon game?
2: Uh SimCity, City, that mm. that was my personal favorite. Yeah. So I just liked that it was it was there was more to it than specifically roller coaster rides. I thought it was a little bit more diverse. Uh, but I get no, I get true roller coaster type but okay. I understand that because you have a lot of other you have theme
0: park to run. Correct. Yes.
2: Yes. But a city, you know, there's a lot of elements that go into running a city as well. So there's
0: a lot of elements going into running a theme
1: park. Well, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Power outages. What are you gonna do? Stop power like, outages. I thought like, there was.
0: Oh, so in, in like, Roller Coaster Tycoon, like, mm. the older your rides are, the more probability they are that they'll crash. Mm. And, like, if people, so, like, the more intense a ride is, then your guests will puke. And then the puke, like, stays on the path. And so you have to mm-hmm. hire janitors to, mm-hmm. like, clean up the puke. You have to hire mechanics. You have to, like, there's a lot of, the, of things to keep track of. Yeah. But you like have to make your park look nice, and it has to be like landscape and sometimes it's themed, and then you have different challenges. Like you have to get a three million dollar park, you have to get one hundred percent. Like, yeah,
2: it's it's intense. The trees and flowers mm-hmm, need to be planted. Mm-hmm. And- yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. So- Got to keep the people happy, got to keep your park clean, got to keep Paths have to be wide enough. Mm-hmm. You have to have enough bathrooms. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then you have to make sure everything's open because when you build it, it doesn't automatically go to open. Sometimes it automatically goes to close. You can build your own roller coasters. And we learned this the hard way. If you don't finish a roller coaster, like if you open up the ride but it's unfinished, you can just like have the roller coaster like go off a cliff yep. and crash. Yep. <laughs> yes.
2: And it just keeps going. It just
0: keeps going, Yes. Yes. Yeah, you can uh, kill guests. We learned that out the hard way. If you crash a roller coaster, like, those people die. What you don't get penalized it? for it, but...
1: What? You I don't, don't think... get penalized I for think killing maybe, I think maybe, like, okay. park
0: satisfaction will go down a little bit. Oh,
1: I wonder why.
0: I don't know. Because the roller wonder. coaster crashed, I guess. <sighs> yeah, so that was my adventure with the Roller Coaster Tycoon Touch app. Do not recommend. Zero out of five stars. Okay, eight. two out of five stars. It gave me a solid day of entertainment, and then mm. I was just over it.
1: Right. Yeah. Two out of five stars. Okay, whatever. Two out of five stars. Two and a half. Two, two and a half out of five <laughs> stars. Okay. There we go. I'll settle. So, we have an office store aficionado mm-hmm. in this room. We right do. Now. We it do. It is not me. It is not Pete. It is not Jake Quillen. It is the one and only Mr. O'Brien. So... There was a story.
0: Well, hang on. Mr. O'Brien, Hold can you on. tell us how you became yes. an office aficionado? We would really like to know.
2: Well, I, yeah, I, I graduated from high school, and I was I was looking for a job. And I had a friend that worked at my local office depot in Vernon Hills, Illinois. And uh, I was looking for employment, and I applied there, and I received a job. So right out of high school was a really great job because I was making – Uh, like $8 an hour, which at that time, for a high school student, was really good money. Uh, So it was, this was like 2005, uh, circa 04, 05, that I I started working there. And it was a career that that lasted seven years uh, through all the way through college. I kept the job and I even transferred stores as I moved around to different schools. And uh, it was an important part of my development and just learning about how to how to work with people, uh, not just uh, customers, but other employees as well, and how to sell products. And, and it got me into learning more about uh, products that that run offices and, and keep things going smoothly uh, at offices throughout the world. So it was an extremely valuable experience. And along the way, I I met some really incredible people uh, and had some really interesting experiences. I think anybody uh, that works retail uh, could vouch for Mm -hmm. that, that you just, there there are definitely stories that that are to be told and some to not be told, so...
0: (laughs) Did you have a specific department that you worked in?
2: I worked in a couple departments. Uh, I Later in my career, I became a copy and print specialist, mm. uh, meaning that I anything dealing with copy machines, I, I would work on even uh, binding jobs, padding jobs, things like that were all in my realm of possibility. So, um, but I also worked in the technology department when I first started selling computers and printers. And then I eventually transferred to furniture as well. Ooh! So I did a little bit of everything. I was kind of a utility baseball player where I worked in all facets of the store because I was fascinated with all the different aspects and I wanted to learn as much as I could. So anytime, any given shift, I could be in a different department doing something else because it, it challenged me every single day.
0: So could you just like quickly give the listeners your favorite, like what's your favorite pencil? It doesn't have to be the yeah. best but
1: like tell the listeners what your favorite pencil Yeah, is.
2: my first my personal favorite pencil this is I have a couple mechanical it's a Zebra uh, by far I think they make the finest mechanical pencil 201 in particular uh, and then uh, as far as pencil goes Uh, The Murado Black Warrior, historically, has been my my favorite pencil. Uh, Mostly just because if you have a lot of them, it's like an army of black warriors. And Mm. one cannot simply beat an army of black warriors. Mm -hmm. So I I think the lead that's used is very soft, easy to sharpen. I like the circle grip on the pencil Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, And it's just a very smooth writing instrument.
0: What about your favorite pen?
2: My favorite pen, I... You know, a lot of people will say the Pilot G2 because it's America's number one selling gel pen. And I, it, is a, it is a great pen, um, but I am a, I'm a Uniball fanatic. Uh, mm. And those, those have been my favorite pens over the years. Uh, Even their gel pens, they have a security feature where they help prevent check fraud. Uh, So with check fraud, people will take a check and dip it into a chemical solution that uh, will wash away the ink from the check and then they have a blank check which they could use for whatever they want. Uh, And Uniball has figured out a formula in their ink to help prevent check fraud. And that was always one of my favorite selling points when it came uh, to that. I'm usually a 0.7 millimeter guy. When it comes to uh, the tip of the pen, I think a 0.9 is a little too bold and the 0.5 is a little too fine.
0: That was a lot of you, information. You asked.
2: You asked. I'm really sorry for the listeners who are <laughs> listening to this right now. Uh, but I just, I really enjoyed my time uh, working in office supplies and I got to know the products really well because I had to sell them every day to the customer and they relied on my knowledge base. Right. Uh, and exactly. we had we had people come in and give us samples of pens. So I was trying mm. out the newest pens that were coming out at the time, and I had a lot of time to think about this. So uh, my apologies. But I'll, I'll lighten oh, it up with a couple okay. of stories.
0: Well, well, dear listeners, now you know when you go school shopping next year, you know which pencils and pens to buy. Yep. Yeah,
2: specifically the 207 and the Uniball is, is yeah. what you need to do. Tell so. your mom
0: and dad that you will not settle for anything else because this is Mr. O'Brien approved. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
2: and yeah. My my, it has changed my philosophies on pens and pencils. But, mm-hmm. uh, anyways, so uh, a couple of funny stories. Uh, one time, I was working at Office Depot, in Vernon Hills, Illinois. Somebody came in and asked me to make a flyer at the copy center. I had to put it on bright colored paper called Astrobytes oh, paper. I love It's a twenty-four pound paper, and it's just neon paper, basically. And I was to cut these flyers in half. Very simple job, uh, pretty typical. He wanted a lot of these flyers. Uh, so anyways, he didn't want to cut them. Him, uh, he, didn't, he didn't want me to cut them because we charge per cut. Uh, this person wanted to cut the flyers himself. Uh, I was pretty young and naive in my Office Depot career, and uh, I made all the copies for him. And I gave him the copies, and he was like, "I'm going to go to this cutting machine and cut everything." So I was like, "Okay." So we had one of the manual uh, hand cutters. So he was cutting the, the the copies, and I had to help out another customer in another department of the store. I come back, the customer's gone uh, with the flyers, and we were. It was around closing time, so he had basically stolen the flyers. Uh, so. Without paying for them. So I asked all the other cashiers, hey, did this guy pay for this stuff? And they wouldn't have known how to ring him up anyways because I knew what the order was. So then anyways, after my shift was over, I go out to my car. And sure enough, on my windshield was one of the flyers from the person who had just stolen the flyers. I'm not even joking. So I hand the flyer to my manager who then notifies the authorities. Uh Because we would get flyers on our windshields all the time at work, and this person decided to steal them and then put them on... All the employees' windshield twos. We just parked out with the customers, yeah. uh, so everybody got it. Oh and I forget, God. I forget what the service was. It was something ridiculous too. It wasn't even. It was like yoga or something. It was like a class or uh, something like that. It wasn't anything real either. It was. It was very. It was a very bizarre flyer. I just don't remember specifically oh what it was because it was early in my career uh, when insane. this happened. So. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, the employees and I, we, we would form, uh, we had a lot of rubber band balls at our disposal mm-hmm. and just office supplies. And you can imagine if you're working an eight-hour shift, a rubber band ball is pretty exciting. Uh, so we would take the rubber band balls out of the package and we would just bounce them around the stores. And if you bounce a rubber band ball, there's a level of unpredictability that yes. occurs with it because if you, hit, if you hit a rubber band in the wrong spot. Uh, so then we made it into a sport. Uh, where we would sometimes go in the back and take a rubber band ball and take a cardboard tube and play a little baseball and hope our managers wouldn't come and find us. And then we decided that we were going to start a rubber band ball league. And we would face all the other office supply stores, so Staples, Office Max. And we realized that that was a really bad idea. Because we weren't open all the time, and FedEx Kinko's is open 24 hours. They have unlimited practice time. So we gave up that idea pretty quick, knowing that we would never succeed in the rubber band ball league. So,
1: this is like the office, but in real life. <laughs> yeah.
2: You have no idea. And I had an employee, too, because we have copy machines available to us. I, one of my friends, who will definitely re- rename name, Nameless, uh, when he stopped working at office, Steve was he went on to grad school and uh, he uh, printed off, there's a manager that he did not get along with, and he printed off a flyer of a picture of himself uh, by the hundreds and because we had access to copy machines and we could do this and he cut them out and put them all over the store to find. <laughs> ceiling tiles in boxes. So and he would retape the boxes shelf after putting the the flyer in. So years later I would be at work and I would open up the box and see one of the flyers to to stock the shelves and I would know that my friend had been there and that was his last day of work he literally put flyers all over the store Uh,
0: that's phenomenal oh Mm -hmm. yeah there's a
2: lot of stories and i you know i had a really great time looking back at it i think during during the time it was just about making money and and learning about experiences and uh but it was a really great employment opportunity for me for seven years
1: well, there was one specific story that we heard. Yeah. Where could, there was you, a, could you tell us about yeah. this specific
0: story?
2: Yeah, so I, this was recent, like just a year or two ago. I was in uh, the lacrosse office depot and uh, in Alaska, and uh, they were short-staffed. It was a Sunday. It was very busy, and uh, – I had to go to get a poster printed. I don't know if it was for me or number two pencil, I'm not really sure, but we, I think it was probably for number two pencil, but we needed to get a poster printed, just a wide format print, and they have wide format printers there, so I thought it would be a pretty easy job. The file size was already there, and apparently it was not an easy job because they had all these other jobs that were backed up, And I could see the employee who wasn't typically in the copy center struggling um, with the functionality of one of the copy machines. And I was I was just standing there and I was just like, wow, I could fix all of this for them right now. And I didn't want to let it be known that I had worked there for this long and that I knew how to do anything. But eventually I spoke up because I wanted to get out of there. We had been waiting for a really long time. So eventually I spoke up and I was like, can I help you with this? I used to work here. Uh, And I did, and they let me go back there. I didn't have to put on my apron or anything, which was very nice. Mm -hmm. I was just in my clothes. And I I fixed their problem that they were having with the copy machine um, and finished this other person's job. Uh, And then I did my own job. Uh, and then they gave me the poster for free. It was very nice of them uh, for just helping them get their copy and print center just functional again. So you never know when those sorts of experiences will will help you in the real world. And that's about the only time it's going to help me in the real world. No,
1: (laughs) no, no, because the place we work, um, there's a copy machine that we use that is typically like, there are multiple problems, but you're like the copy whisperer, like copy machine whisperer. So mm-hmm. you can like figure it out. And you're usually the one like before, like you will go and fix it before they call someone to come and fix it.
2: Yeah. And but that's it's, it's something I don't like to nice. publicize either no, 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 because no. then I feel like people will will use that, but no,
1: but it's super nice.
2: Yeah. and co- I mean, copy machines have, have definitely evolved a lot in the past uh, decade. And I think it's, it's one of the greatest inventions just the printing press in general, it's something that I'm fascinated with, especially as a music educator, uh, talking to my music appreciation class about about, uh, you know, that, that process and, and how that made music accessible to people uh, so that they could perform it in their houses and yeah. uh, to put composers on maps that way I think is, is one of the greatest inventions of, of all time. So uh, it's just cool to be a part of that and to get to operate uh, machinery that just replicates and duplicates things so
1: yeah well do we have anything else to talk about did today? we cover all the topics I on our list I think we did we did Whoa. in record time well,
0: what yeah. uh, do we have any final <laughs> wait we should probably tell because we can tell the listeners all of the uh, platforms that you can listen to this podcast on right oh I
1: don't know some them.
0: of them um, they're on the board behind you uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Anchor Stitcher. Uh, Google Play. Well, isn't Google, Google Play Podcast. Google Podcasts? Is yeah. it the same it's thing? Same. I don't know. It is. I don't... It's the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. There's other platforms, but again. You can you can email us. All we don't right. know the email address. Yeah, Rip Uh You can tweet at us. Uh, we can't do we... a mail call because some has control over yeah, the Gmail some... account. Uh, make sure you... Uh, like us, subscribe, rate us five, five stars, stars on, on iTunes. Not two and a half. Not yeah, not two and a half, five a half. Five stars. We are no roller podcast. coaster tycoon touch app here. No, we are mm-hmm. better. Yeah, we are way better than that. Um, also, I posted a link in our school elogi page. Oh, I still haven't
1: cool. done that. Sorry. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. So because children were can't find us, even though we're on every. Yeah, we're on every podcast platform imaginable, and apparently kids can't find us. Um, so make sure you spell Benton Byte Byte
1: B Y T E, and we will see you next
2: time. Oh, podcast. thanks for having me. I yes. appreciate it. Yes. It's 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 a long time coming, and I hope to be on the show in the future. I would love to be a, a future guest, Maybe with uh, perhaps with some. <laughs> I would have no problem with that, uh, especially if we if that enhances the. The podcast listenership, uh, whatever you guys need, I'm I'm here for. Ooh, so
0: also listeners, uh, we need you to like tell all your friends to listen to this podcast. We would like to make this the most listened to episode of our podcast.
1: Please, <clears throat> please, please, please. So there might be no. There's not actually <laughs> no. I can't go that far. Okay. We'll see you next time on the Benton Bite.